What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This Haber Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Untuckit.com, promo code HAM, and simplysafe.com slash HAM. Now to the segment. All right, I got one. Uh, let's start with I we got to go back to Friday for this one but to me it was one of the great stories of the weekend <laughs> Vernon Davis is he a good actor or is he not a good actor well when the sports center anchor asks him, give me a line so I can ask a line to you, and yeah. then you can just kind of show me some of your chops. And I was like, you could tell Vernon was a little rattled, like, what should I give him? And I was waiting to see, like, what's he going to give him? And then he didn't pass at all. He just went on a solo act. And he didn't just go on a solo act, guy. He fake cried. Now, I didn't see any tears, but I'm going to give an A forever. It was fantastic, <laughs> right? It, it, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. 63 career touchdowns, countless Pro Bowls, uh, went from bust to one of the more productive tight ends, probably for what, like a four or five year span? Like one of the better players in the league? Yeah. Maybe not that long, maybe like three, where he was just dominant. I'm really, if I had known in retrospect how good, how much he had left in the tank, I wouldn't have wanted him to play for Washington. I would have wanted him somewhere else. I heard him do an interview on Friday on NFL Radio on Sirius XM. I was just in the car and they're talking to Vernon. I'm like, oh, listen to Vernon. He was talking about how much like YouTube he watches, or how over time like how much acting you like he's just studied actors, you know like he's into it, he's into it. So Red Dawn or whatever his film's called, three weeks of shooting in Denver. Well, when I first saw the first bit, and he's like, you know, we're shooting this documentary. I assumed like he's financing it. You know, it's a Vernon Davis project. I didn't know he's in the thing. eighty-five films. Is it about him? That's well, what I'm still. I don't think it's a documentary. I think he's just he's got a movie. He's like oh, an it's actor. A, oh, I, I he has it was a no, he has previously played himself because the question that like one of the guys in the NFL Network asked like I'm looking at your IMDb and it says Vernon Davis played himself in Playmakers. Vernon Davis played himself in whatever you know name yeah, yeah, the yeah. other shows. He's like, but this one you're playing like Billy Joe Higgins. <laughs> Billy Joe Higgins. 
<laughs> you know, an undercover agent tries to crack the cartel. And it's Vernon with like an M16. Vernon, like, <laughs> you told me my family was safe. <laughs> Maria! Do you know what that scene is? When he's the, he's the undercover agent and he's in too deep. And the, 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 uh, the head of the feds or CIA had to do it, an off-the-books mission. So they're like, Vernon, I hate to tell you this, but no one has a record if this goes sideways. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, you're on your you're own. You're in deep. You, yeah, you've got to make it out on your own. And he realizes he's in a pinch, kind of like Leo in uh, The Departed, where he realizes he's fucked. Yeah. You know? And you're just like, oh, my God, I'm in too deep. That's where I think sometimes they just become like cartel members. I've read sto- or seen documentaries on guys who just they just cross the line. There's no coming back. You're like, God, this life's not bad. You know. So, God, I gotta think. There was a, a college referee for many years, uh, who became a college referee. What was his name? You would know. His, I think you'd probably uh, Scott Foster. Bob Delaney was Bob an Delaney. undercover New Jersey cop, um, like busting the the the, the mafia. Yeah. Um, and even his family didn't know, but his name was something. What was his name? His name was something. It was the worst undercover name. Donnie Brasco. I've ever heard. Uh, it was actually Donnie Brasco and him knew each other. Oh, he, this guy but was they that deep? Donnie Brasco, they didn't know the other one was undercover until after the whole thing went down. Well, doesn't it feel his like... Na- just oh, a- I remember. His name was like Bobby Covert. His last name was Covert. Swear to God, his name was like Bobby Covert. Doesn't it always feel in the movies when they realize, like, I'm, I'm a Fed too, and they, no one has any clue, right? You never know the other Fed that's also undercover. Right. But they always get into a pinch, and they pull the gun, and then you realize, like, I can't shoot my fellow cop. And then he's like, I'm good too. And then they kind of dot, you know, touch eyes. Now, usually it's a lock. One of them is killed before the movie ends. Right. But th- there is a moment in every movie where the two undercover agents that are both you know, don't have the heads up. They weren't in the same uh, platoon or class or whatever you call it. And then they realize that you're, uh, you're one of them. But then it, I, I would imagine it's hard to be normal after that point. You're mm-hmm. like, That's why he like, turned to officiating. He, he, he couldn't. Smart. Tough recovery. The, the, the risky part about that one, though, is like, what if the mob sees you working like a, a UConn-St. John's game? Like, well, he wasn't an official at the time. <laughs> Many well, years no later. shit, but I'm saying later in your career, oh, oh, oh. you're just kind of a public figure. Yeah, I'd yeah, probably I like to keep a low profile. What if you're just like working the ACC tourney and, and like, uh, you know, Bobby Covert, is that you? <laughs> they want him dead. Uh, all right, headline. Something that stood out to me this weekend, guy, actually didn't stand out to me at all. Did anyone watch any snaps of the XFL besides some things that were tweeted? Because I have not watched one snap. I, I, I passed it on my guide today and didn't hesitate moving on through. So, I, I, uh, if you're asking me to be honest, I did not catch any of it. I think most people would agree they weren't watching it. Now, the question is, this is what's going to happen to these spring leagues. What is drawing me back? It ain't the players. It ain't the quarterback play. It is not really the drama. Like Pepper Johnson getting fired. Like, got to see what the new coordinator's doing. Like, if Paul Gunther... Robert Sala is fired like week three. It's a massive national story. Matt, what does this team need to do on offense to get something going here? We need to change the whole entire game plan at halftime. Okay, what do you need to change about the game plan? What are you frustrated about? There's just a lot going on right now. Uh... 
I had an NFL coach forward that to me and say, did he basically just say his coach is an idiot? Coach, in all my years of covering football, I've never heard a quarterback say that. And he says, well, that makes two of us. I need to go talk to him and figure out what the problem is because he needs to play better. Then he threw a pick. Kevin Gilbride was the coach, by the way. Then he threw so a he pick. So he says, he calls the coach who, if you Google Kevin Gilbride, do you know what he has, guy? What does he have? A couple Super Bowl rings. He's the offensive coordinator for Eli Manning under Tom Coughlin. So I, I'd say Gilbride's a tad bit more accomplished than uh, the PA Hammer, whatever the fuck his nickname is. <laughs> and it's, I love how the coach basically said, shut the fuck up, in, in not so many words, to NBC Diana. And then McGloin throws a pick six. If Matt McGloin is a starting quarterback in your league, it's going to be hard to get Haberman and Middlecoff to watch, let alone the casual sports fan. Uh, how about uh, the NBA dunk contest? I liked it. You know what? You know what the dunk contest it turns out needs tall guys, tall guys who move like short guys, which is what Aaron Gordon is. Even Dwight, who, who won it? Uh, Derek Jones Jr. So what was the controversy? You know, I could I tried to follow the controversy because I didn't watch to the very, very end because they got tied and I was at my parents' house and I hit the road. But uh, I, there was uh, somebody did like uh, somebody thinks they were supposed to because they were in like an OT that they were supposed to be tied and like somebody at the table gave the wrong score. So one guy won and he wasn't supposed to win. And he wasn't supposed to win. Yeah, I don't know. Like they were going to fix it. But that was the controversy is that. Aaron Gordon didn't get a 50 for jumping over Taco Fall, who's seven foot five or whatever he is. <laughs> yeah, it's an incredible accomplishment. But the dunks were all, like the. I just remember many years ago watching the dunk contest, going, "How is anybody going to come up with other dunks?" And the dunks were awesome. The I saw a couple Jones Jr. didn't even know he was in the league. Who he played for wouldn't have even known he was a player. Had some sweet dunks. I thought the most shocking part was when I first turned on the dunk contest. I'm like, "Oh, the dunk contest is on." I see Dwight Howard, who I'm like, the my the thing that crossed my mind at first is like, are they replaying like you know 07's dunk contest? But then I'm like, well, he's wearing a Lakers uniform, and then he's doing the Superman, and then I realize Dwight Howard's just in the dunk contest. Is that a reflection of they can't get people to say yes or no, or kind of cool? He is a former winner. I I I, I don't. I, I was kind of uh, unsure what to think about that. Yeah, I don't know why it came to that. Maybe just well, so he guy, could do people the Kobe keep thing. turning it da- people keep turning it down. I, like, I why isn't John Morant in this? Why isn't Zion in this? Yeah, I mean I, those guys were good. So like, hopefully, maybe those guys will be in it one day. I, the NBA has made the dunk contest better. That thing was good last night. Like Aaron Gordon had multiple sweet dunks. Derek Jones Jr. had multiple sweet dunks. Pat Connaughton, DJ Khaled was doing the intros. He's like. Pat, I don't even know how to say his name, but I'll try. Connaughton. <laughs> he, 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 he was can good fly for a white boy. Dwight had the dunk where he jumped like spread arms with his back to the hoop and then still spun and dunked it. That was badass. You realize Dwight at 34, 35 years old with a history of back problems is still a freak show. He it's had a couple who was like, God damn. No. <laughs> no wonder, like, yeah, he should be in the NBA. <laughs> you know, maybe he's not Dwight Howard anymore, but. He's, uh, he, I was impressed. I was impressed by the couple dunks I saw at Dwight. Uh, another headline as it relates to Matt Stafford. Uh, maybe I owe an apology to local news guys. Cause you know what I forgot when I said that, you know, local news reports, usually I don't take them seriously. Local news guy usually is just so embedded in the community that he'll just come out of left field with a random story. They're like, why do they know it? It's cause, cause they know somebody, our buddy, Tom Brenner, who lives in, uh, uh, Michigan, text dm me he's like it turns out this because i was dming him like what is going on 
He's like, well, the reporter is like friends with the Staffords, specifically his wife, Kelly. So I don't know exactly how how that jumps into it being like what exactly transpired behind the scenes that made them say we're trying to get traded. But once you know that piece of information, it makes the Stafford story a little feel a little different. Well, what if I told you Larry Fitzgerald Sr. was like had known Mike Mayock for 30 years? Yeah. And, they're, you know, sometimes these these relationships are just kind of unique. The one thing I read about Stafford, the curveball could be, what if he's going to demand a trade? I'll take a little money to make it easier to facilitate this thing. I want out. Mm. Which is always, yeah. you know, if he, this guy knows his wife, maybe they're talking like that. You, you're right. I, I think if you told me that Larry Fitzgerald Sr. and Mayock have known each other for 40 years – and this local reporter did some stories on her brain surgery or whatever, and has just become tight with Matt and his wife. That you're right; they're just you can never underestimate that element of just they've done stories on maybe Matt since he's been a, in the league. Maybe he was the first guy to reach out when his wife got sick. They're like legitimately friends. Like maybe Matt just likes the guy, right? It's like one guy in the in the market that he's just very close with, like Mike Kliss and Elways. You just get these unique relationships. I believe it, guy. I I actually think they're now. If he's going to get traded, he would have to facilitate it and financially move some things around. But if he wants out, could he kind of go NBA power play, like trade me or I quit? Kind of Palmer. Well, I think the good news for the Lions would be, yeah, I mean he could. But I think if you're the Lions, you're like, well, you know what? We do have a pick. We could take a quarterback. Wouldn't be the worst time to be in this situation, and we'd get something sweet back from somebody. If he retired at 31, would it be pretty unprecedented that the three best players in franchise history all retired at 30 or 31 years old? Yeah, that'd be pretty crazy. But if he just said, I'm out. Now, you'd have to Google, he's owed some cash. Uh, I don't think anyone walks away from like $35 million. It was, Calvin was like, you know, I've already made 100 and I'm only making nine this year and I'm on my last year of the deal. Like, I'm out. <laughs> right? This one is like, he's making Wells Fargo CEO money. How much like, did he, Leck have coming to him? But he luck was a lot. not healthy. I mean, and he'd made a lot. I'd say luck was a unique situation. Yeah. One more headline. You got one more. Uh, Kyle Uzcheck went yep. on Good Morning Football Friday. Friday, he's just. I mean, most fullbacks little grizzled. Like he's just. Mm. He can just pass for like a model. Great or haircut, hoodie with <laughs> the just, leather jacket. Yeah, he just looks cool. He looks sweet. That he. And we know this, and anyone in the Bay Area knows this. I think this is why people would defend Jimmy. It's like, he's pretty tight with every, like, he's one of the guys. He hangs out with McGlinchey's and the Kittles, and when they go to WWE, they use checks. Daily. They're just kind of all boys. And he got his back pretty vehemently and aggressively in a, in a not that I guess aggressive might be strong, but that's his guy. And I think I had text with someone that would know, and I said, this was the curveball like a month right after the Super Bowl ended. What if Brady said he wanted in? Could they do that? And the person texted me back, yeah, the locker room wouldn't be cool with that. And this wasn't like anything specific. It was like Jimmy's our guy. Yeah. And he's when you make the Super Bowl, for players, like they just view Jimmy like a high-level player. We can nitpick him, and you and I do, and everyone kind of – even diehard Niner fans, we, we all – he's got to get better. But I think for them – that's where the standing in the pocket and getting molly whopped and just getting back up and the way he acts, you earn street cred that way, right? There's a toughness factor to that position that he, he did a lot more good than bad for sure, but mm-hmm. I, I think they view him like, we'll go to war with this guy any day. 
Yeah. We can win the Super Bowl with this guy. And yeah. we'll find out this year, like, there's going to be a lot of pressure on him. But I do think he kind of speaks for everyone in the locker room when he goes on a good morning football and says how much he likes the guy. Yeah. Personally Respects and as a player. Yep. Doesn't yeah. that matter? Shouldn't that matter? Yeah. There's a balance. Yes. You know, no, if you're not good if you're not good enough, like if it's Case Keenum and you because I think a lot of guys like a lot of quarterbacks. Right. right. Or if you're great, you can kind of get away with some stuff that other people can't get away with. But at for this moment in time, it matters. I think it basically made Jimmy untouchable this offseason. The, the and it starting with the head coach and the GM that like him, but I'm just saying like it's not even an option. Like if Tom Brady called him and said I'm in, I think they would say no. You agree with that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I think that's correct. <laughs> I'm not saying you don't think, and you have a meeting, and maybe even say, "Hey, Joe uh, and Richard, could you guys swing by the office? We got a super secret meeting. We just want to run a couple things off you." <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm not saying those. You don't have some conversations. You got you one million percent have conversations. I think you would call Staley, call Richard Sherman. Like you might even go that far. And be like, listen, guys, we're going to have a serious conversation. These doors are shut. But I think the ultimate answer would probably be no. But then I'm thinking, like, what if what a guy's like, going to yeah. be like, you fuck Tom Brady, man. I'm not talking to him. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, you're right. That's, that's strong. That's getting back to Derek. Like, at the end of the day, if Tom Brady takes your spot, I think it's like, yeah, Mickey. I, I got cut for Mickey Mantle. I got traded for Michael Jordan. It's like, okay, what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to say? Yeah, they got rid of me. Uh, for even like this year, like Lonzo and Ingram, yeah, we got traded for Anthony Davis. You know, it's to me, it's one thing when you get traded. I, I do understand where Kevin Durant went. Like, you are not trading me straight up for D'Angelo Russell. Like, the more I watch him, I like I can understand why that thought. I always crushed him for that, but you know what? I I, I came around on that. Like, I, I get it. Like, you gotta fucking include some picks or something in there. I get it. Like, I I, I understand it. <laughs> Tom, it's like you just tip your hat. Yeah. Now it, it's unique for Jimmy and Tom. Right, because Jimmy's texting with Tom. They claim to be friends. Yeah, that would back be to weird. what you that said would, about right. That would be really weird. Who'd you say said that it's ultimately it's just survival? Jeff Passan. Yeah, yeah, the most Tom's primal. Just, yeah, Tom's just picking his. If Tom really wants to win a Super Bowl, if you just listed the places, <laughs> the Niners would be right near the top of the list. Yeah, those play call. Those play calls are long though. I think Tom would figure it out pretty quick. <laughs> Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. <laughs> 